This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kennard, your host for Small Biz Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. We are at the 12th annual JMI, that's Jim Moran Institute, JMI uh, Small Business Leadership Conference. It's all taking place here in Orlando, Florida. We are at the Lowe's Sapphire Falls uh, Resort. Uh, As I've said in previous segments, I've always enjoyed this conference. It really uh, is truly a dedicated uh, conference to small business owners and all the issues uh, that they face. And a lot of good and great speakers here uh, today and tomorrow uh, focused on all the things that are available to help small businesses start, grow, and expand in the state of Florida. Uh, We've got with us one of those standout uh, entrepreneurs, one of those standout small business owners and operators. We've got with us Michael Allison, who is the founder of the Adversity Academy. Uh, Michael, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. And again, I'd always want to start off by thanking you for your service, too. You served in uh, the United States Marine Corps, did you not? Yes, sir. Definitely. I completed eight years of service. Thank you. Nice. Um, so, as we always do, Michael, I, 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 you know, we talked a little bit before we went on the air. Uh, again, you are in a space that is extremely important to small business owners and operators, professional development, employee training, uh, probably one of the most important issues today as employers look to find the right team, look to fill those spots as exactly. they uh, like to grow and expand and scale their businesses. But as always, uh, I want to start with a little bit of your background, pathway uh, to, to forming and, uh, and founding the Adversity Academy. Absolutely. Um, the Academy started um, from my own personal upbringing that led me to starting the uh, company. You know, I'm a kid that was born from J- Jamaica, came to the United States, um, suffered Hurricane Gilbert, so was homeless from that. I came to the United States and um, I was molested as a kid. Um, from there, I um, experienced an extreme amount of bullying with just adjusting to the dialect in America. From there, I experienced some uh, bullying that took place in the Boy Scouts. And uh, once I got to high school, you know, um, I, I experienced uh, two injuries. Um, I tore my ACL and MCL. And that took a scholarship for me to go into Wisconsin. Um, at that particular time, my family was not fortunate enough to um, send everybody to college, so I chose to join the United States Marine Corps. Uh, probably one of the best decisions that I've made in my life. Um, I met so many um, great guys that I served with. Uh, it was such a, an honor to serve with these guys. You know, but uh, once I, I joined, I, um, I experienced 9-11. And from there, I just knew that it was always going to be the potential of me going to war. Um, lo and behold, 2004, I did find myself in Iraq in Fallujah when we invaded Iraq. Um, experienced multiple firefights and things like that. Uh, learned a lot um, just in regards to a band of brothers, the culture, and what, what that what war is like, and just to, how to operate under extreme pressure. 
while I was there, though, unfortunately, I was blown up by a car bomb, which is considered a VBID. From there, I uh, injured my shoulder, injured my back, injured my eye, um, got concussed. Uh, once I came to, um, that same VBID um, killed a friend of mine, and I ended up having to put him in a body bag. That did af affect me to the point of uh, where I um, was diagnosed with PTSD and a traumatic brain injury. That did roll over into my uh, personal life, and it affected me once I was trying to get employment and things like that with my um, limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, and all of these things that I've accomplished in the military. With that being said, I did get a job on the railroad, and I was able to work on the railroad. And what was so phenomenal about this experience was that I came in at 28 years old, and I was now leading men that was like 50 or 60 years old under a union, union type, of, uh, type of business. But it was a phenomenal experience uh, working on the railroad. From there, I transitioned. I worked in Washington, D.C. I became a project manager and a government contractor, managing multiple million-dollar projects in Washington, D.C. So you name some of these things that go inside of the veterans' hospitals, some of the um, software, some of the um, systems. Those were some of the things that I had the opportunity to work on. And then from there, I uh, went to Florida Atlantic University, and I became the director for military students, where I helped students get their GI Bill, helped them with their transition. Nice. That was some of the experience that I had that it was a struggle for me to get my degree. So eventually I uh, took that path to uh, go to Florida Atlantic and just help the students there. Once I accomplished all of those things and um, I got my degree, in, uh, my bachelor's degree in information security, got my master's in business, I said it was time for me to step into the entrepreneur space. So I, what I did was I wanted to follow a blueprint of something that I've seen before. So growing up, my uh, grandfather was a contractor and he did construction. So um, I looked into a company called Lime Painting, and I uh, eventually uh, purchased this franchise, um, worked this company for four and a half years, got it to be really, really successful. Um, and as part of the franchise model and the franchise brand, we eventually made it to the Inc. 5000, which was an, a phenomenal accomplishment um, for this company. Uh, once I did the franchise thing, I, um, I felt like there was a calling in my life to now apply all of the things that I've learned from my personal life into my professional and, and life. And you were only 30, uh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I dove into entrepreneurship. So I purchased this franchise and I did my thing there. And then I said, I'm going to start this Adversity Academy. And this is like my pride, pride and joy. You know, I've experienced so many things in my personal life and professional life. And I've seen so many things that business owners lack that they needed into their businesses and things like that. And that's where we came in. So me and a bunch of strategic business partners said, we're going to go in and start helping um, companies, whether it's HR, whether it's leadership, whether it's organization, whether it's things around those things that's tied to your business and help implement some of these things in your business. Uh, I, I, I love it. Um, and again, I, I, you know, I have to tell you again, Michael, thank you for your service. Um, uh, you, you know, um, it, it's, it's got to be tough, um, but it's got to it's got to provide you with a level of understanding and empathy that few people really get to get to hit that kind of level. Seeing what you saw, experiencing what you experienced, really allows you to come back and have some incredible perspective on what others call problems. <laughs> is that is that fair? That's fair, man. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so again, I appreciate all that you've been through, um, appreciate your perseverance, I'm impressed by your perseverance. Uh, and I, I, I love it with, with stories like yours because um, uh, it is nice when folks have the kind of experience that you've had and then you are willing to share it. All because right. I'm telling you, 
that's invaluable experience for other small business owners, entrepreneurs, what you can share with them. So uh, appreciate you sharing, appreciate the mentorship that you're willing to provide other businesses. So again, I told you at the, the, the top of all this, you're in an important space. So let's talk about, let's talk about training. Uh, let's talk about professional development. Um, why is this important for small business owners and entrepreneurs to really understand that they've got to have an ongoing program to continue to train employees and, and team members? We have to continue to evolve. We cannot remain stagnant. This is such an important thing in business, and especially us as business leaders. We cannot stay at, at status quo or anything of, of that magnitude. You know what I mean? So in order to develop a bit of a grit, bit of resilience, and just add in some of these different types of mindset into your business, this is the importance of personal development, professional development, because you got to continue to always challenge yourself. And then what you realize is you'll find that once you start doing these things and you start networking in other areas, you see that some of these same things that you're experiencing your business, other people are experiencing. So now you could go on a journey with this other person that you're working with in order to like establish and grow as personal development and professional development needs to be employed into your business and your life. And you know, of course, the big issue uh, in, in business today, I can't, and we had a guest on uh, earlier that's in the same space, and, and we talked about it is so, uh, the biggest issue today, I hear it in every meeting I go to, is recruitment, of, of new employees, finding good people, and then, of course, retention. And to me, uh, public, uh, professional development training addresses both. Correct. Uh, employees want to see that a company is dedicated to, to helping me as a team member, helping right. me grow, helping me uh, achieve a higher level potentially in the company. Um, and, and those that are working uh, at the company currently want to see that you take a value and you put value in me, that you're willing to invest in me as a, as a team member and, and provide that training. Are all those fair statements? Is that Absolutely. Those are, that's, that's a fair statement. You know, I think about when I uh, was speaking to another uh, company in regards to um, the vision. And the vision does not just stay at one level in the business. You need buy-in from all of your team members, everyone that's a part of your company. So when you're trying to recruit and have A-plus 18 players, once they have that buy-in, these people will run through the wall for you. You know, but you, you got to have participation by right. everyone from top down, from top to bottom. However you break, right. the, break out your company, whether it's through organization chart or some structural types of chart, everyone inside of the business needs to be a part of it. If you want to get buy-in from the person that just you just onboarded to the person that's the most senior in the company. And I, and I, I love that. I, I love your, your use of the term buy-in. You really do. You have to have the buy-in from your entire team. And then, then that's when you can really begin to build those that loyalty. You can begin to build, um, you know, a, a group of people that want to achieve something higher and better for the company. Uh, and talk about, you know, I'll never forget. I was was working one time with a um, manufacturer down on, on the Treasure Coast, and they were building an apprenticeship program. Mm -hmm. and I'll never forget, uh, you know, what the what the the manager talked about. He said, "We're not looking to just hire people." We're looking to create leadership for the company. We're looking to develop the potentially the next CEO of right, this company. Right. Talk about that kind of commitment to training, that leadership type of training. Definitely. Um, what we teach is, is is exactly what you said. So I had the opportunity to meet with Dan Cathy in, um, in Georgia, and we were talking about what is so special about Chick-fil-A that 
you, your business model is so phenomenal. And uh, when I sat down and spoke with him, he was telling me that it's a policy, it's a culture, it's the standard. These are things that we employ as we try to, as we recruit and get people on our team to develop this A plus A, A alpha type of mentality of elite people that are so exceptional. You know, once we train you, when we get you into our system, right, we're trying to promote you and take you to the next level, to the next level, so you become a leader within this company. So having that type of culture, having that type of standard inside of your business, inside of your HR practices, where it's like, where, you're, where your staff, where your employees is breathing, sleeping, and thinking about your brand and your company, and how, and how can I come and serve your company, serve your brand, because right. I know that I'm a part of it. That's exactly what you're trying to have or have be within the thread of your company, of your, of your brand. Right. And there's also probably some, some training that needs to take place in that ownership you know, office too. Definitely. Because there needs to be a give and take here, communication, um, you know, between that owner, making sure that employees understand what they're, what they're, what's really expected of them. Right. Making sure that we're clear. And, and as you talked about Chick-fil-A, it, it's about policy. It's about that, that standard operating procedure. Right. Uh, people need to understand the expectations and then have that two-way communication. Right. Is, that, is that a fair statement? That's a fair statement. I, I think that, um, one of the key things that I teach to business owners is um, you got to have a, a level of transparency and a level of feedback where like at, at a certain level in your business, you can take um, criticism, you could take some um, feedback yeah. as that is so valuable to your business. So a, a thing that um, I was speaking to Amazon about was after every single meeting, they rate the meeting. They have everyone right. anonymously rate the meeting and see how the meeting went. That's great feedback that you can take immediately right. and move forward from there. So that's yeah. a, one key thing that I know that we always talk about. Let's talk specifically about the Adversity Academy. Yeah. Um, what is your business model? You're, a, you're a, a consultant. You'll go in. You'll work directly with owners, small businesses. How, how does it work? Absolutely, definitely. So we offer uh, three tiers of programs. So we have a on-demand program. So we have a personal development program that's just for any person that's looking to just strictly get some personal development. We have a professional development program, which is on-demand, that takes you through 12 weeks of training. We work on your mindset, we work on your resilience and sustainability. Um, we, a lot of things that we talk about is the three Ds, is direction, decision, and destination. You know, And then uh, finally, um, I wanted to create something for our veteran community. So I created a 12-week veteran transition program after that. After Pretty much for veterans that are getting out of the service or something of that magnitude, we kind of like help them with the path of uh, entrepreneurship or if you want to step into a career and all these types of things and how to maintain that, sustain and sustain that. From there, our other model that we do have is we work with small business owners. So if a business owner is struggling in a certain area within their business, we're going to sit down with us. You're going to go through a 30-minute discovery call with us. I'm going to assess your business to see what your business have, what your business need, and we come up with a customized plan of how we could come in and help your business, whether we need to start putting in some metrics in there, some measurable things that need to be starting attracting your business and help you get you to the level of success. Because ultimately, we're trying to see what the success look, for you, look like for you. So that's what we're going to come in and, and sit down with you, assess your business, give you a customized plan, and take you through an entire... Uh, an entire journey of what that looks like. Something that um, Brick Burgess taught me when I was working for Norfolk Southern was um, he did uh, ride-alongs with me. And what I realized what he was doing was he was picking my brain to see, because I was, I was responsible for the territory from Macon, Georgia, all the way to Atlanta, Georgia. He sits in his office. So what he would do is come down and ride with me on my territory for the entire day. 
and assess what I was doing as a business owner, what I was doing managing the railroad, how I was working with the employees, and all these types of things. And once we were finished with that, he would give me his assessment. He would say, all right, this is what you need to be doing. This is what you should be doing. And from there, what I also said earlier was that he would ask me for feedback from me. What are some things that you would recommend? What are some things that you think you needed? Right. From that, from that um, experience, I, I learned that I could implement that into my business. I, I'll tell you a story from one of that experience. So Brigad said to me, hey, Michael, um, what are some things that you think could be improved um, on this territory on the railroad? So we ran a railroad track on the left side and on the right side. The track speed on the right side was at 45 miles an hour to 50 miles an hour. And on the other side, the track speed was 25 miles an hour. This train side was running circles around what this train track was doing. The reason why this was so slow, the track was so old, you cannot get train up and down the road. Right. So I said, how about we um, come up with a five-year plan of what we, of if we could um, switch out all of these train tracks and get the speed up, that would reduce your overtime, that would reduce your fuel, that would reduce so much um, agitation with your employees. We eventually did that and we accomplished that within two years. And once we did that, um, I got a big, 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 big promotion. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice work. Uh, how does one find the Adversity Academy? Definitely. So you can go to www.theadversityacademy.com. You could also send an email to support at theadversityacademy.com. Okay. Um, it is uh, Michael Allison, who is the founder and uh, CEO of the Adversity Academy, an organization dedicated to professional development training, um, using all of Michael's experience uh, to help veterans, uh, small business owners, uh, start, grow, and expand those businesses. It was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Michael. And again, thank you for your service, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, this is Small Biz Florida. We are coming to you from the 12th annual JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. It's all taking place here in Orlando. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, there is a lot more to come uh, right here from uh, JMI Small Business Leadership. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida. Created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.